It's Friday, November 20, 2020, and welcome to Asia Pacific Today. I'm Mike Ryan. In the US, there's been some positive economic data this month, including stunning third quarter growth figures released before the election. Blake Christian from Holthouse, Carlin and Van Trite, as more on what the growth figures and recent November data show about where the economy is heading. Kirk Clyde shares his views on COVID-19 and lockdowns, plus more on the new miniseries, otherwise known as the US presidential election. And apparently, the ending hasn't yet been written. Hyundai Motor faces a class action suit over fires in its Kona EVs, according to lawyers involved. And it's just the latest in a string of incidents involving battery-powered vehicles worldwide. Hyundai Motor is being sued over a string of battery fires in its electric vehicles. Some 200 people have filed a class action suit in South Korea, according to lawyers involved. That is over incidents involving the brand's Kona EVs. The plaintiffs want Hyundai to replace the battery packs, the most expensive part of the car. And one lawyer says they want about $7,200 each to compensate for what they say is the reduced value of their vehicles. Hyundai has already recalled more than 74,000 Konas. The news comes after General Motors said last week it was recalling over 68,000 EVs after five reported fires and two minor injuries. Batteries for the affected vehicles are made by South Korea's LG Chem, which also supplies Hyundai. Now analysts say the stories could dent demand for EVs, just as sales of the green vehicles are starting to soar worldwide. Right now, though, it's Hyundai and LG Chem with the biggest headache. Industry experts say they could face costs of up to $540 million if they have to replace all the affected batteries. In a statement to Reuters, Hyundai said the cause of the fires was unclear. It says it is investigating with the help of suppliers and the transport ministry. Well, it's that time of the week uh, talking about good business from Holthouse, Carlin and Van Trite. Blake Christian. Blake, welcome. Great to see you, Mike. There's been some positive economic data this month, including a stunning third quarter growth figures released before the election. What do the growth figures and recent November data show about where the economy is heading? Well, uh, you know, we had over a, a 7% uh, increase in GDP. And so on an annualized basis, that's about 33%. And uh, it's, you know, uh, there, there's definitely some, uh, some good, good, um, you know, things on the horizon. But, um, you know, we, we've also had, uh, you know, pretty good spike in, in uh, COVID cases. Which you know, yeah, you have to attribute some of that to to more robust testing. But uh, on the positive side, the the uh, death rate is uh, has decreased considerably over the you know nine month period. Falling unemployment rate is now six point nine percent. Applications for unemployment benefits fell sharply last week, and house prices are rising across the nation. Will early progress on release of Trump's vaccine boost confidence? And is there a comprehensive plan in place? But do we know much about this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we've had, uh, you know, a couple of the, um, uh, the farm, pharmaceutical companies come out with, uh, with some great uh, 
results, 90, 94% um, effectiveness. And so uh, that's buoyed the, um, the stock market. Um, you know, I, I didn't see exactly where it closed, but we're in the the mid twenty nine thousand. So um, you know, we're you know, we're I'm sure we're going to break thirty thousand and hit a new record, which is pretty amazing in the in the middle of still having COVID. Mm. Um, so so Trump, uh, I did say over the weekend, you know, he has a very comprehensive plan to roll this out. Obviously, it's going to go to the uh, the the more elderly and and those that are are highest risk first. But, uh, you know, we've got 300, 350 million people to get it out to, and uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while. That's, that's not going to happen overnight. And uh, he was claiming this weekend that, uh, you know, probably it would be widely available in, um, in April, I believe he said. Mm. Uh, Cuomo, Governor Cuomo in uh, New York said that, he may delay the release of the vaccine to New Yorkers because doesn't trust Donald to do a good job of distribution. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't think uh, Donald may may say that, but I don't think he's going to actually uh, like not not give it to the states that uh, have not been supportive of him. But uh, yeah, Como um, Como's Como, and uh, you know. I, he's in he's in defensive mode over all the uh, deaths in mm. his state. Mm. So. What are the biggest risks to recovery, and does much of it come down to politics at the moment? Well, yeah, I mean it's very scary that um, you know, I and mean, we we definitely need another uh, you know another COVID economic relief package, um, and you know the they're, they're, both sides are just you know, stubbornly not issuing anything. You know, the the election a couple of weeks ago certainly stalled everything. But, you know, we, we I was expecting him to do some executive action on it, but uh, uh, maybe maybe give some some additional um, relief to mm-hmm. individuals. But, you know, we, we definitely, you know, it's on the drawing board, but they're just, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars apart uh, still. So, um, we, we definitely need to get this done. Whether it gets done, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, with mm. the contested presidential results, um, I, I don't know. I think we're going to be a, at a standstill. We may be at a standstill through January. Uh, and, and that's that's going to start plummeting the economy. I, I, I'm cautioning my clients to... You know, as high as the the market is right now, I'm encouraging them to sell sell some some things now because mm. I th- I think if this goes on for weeks, which it may, um, that uncertainty always upsets the stock market, and you know we could see a pretty dramatic fall. And look, severe lockdowns would be a problem, as Joe has been announcing that he would like to lock down the U.S. basically for a long dark winter. Um, Democratic states like New York, Washington and others have already announced restrictions. Is a further stimulus package likely to be approved uh, with the Democrats holding out? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to single out exactly, you know, the, Demo- the Democrats are just asking for too much. 
you know, they, they want to get something done also, but they're swinging for the fences. And uh, the Republicans are saying, you know, look, you know, we we can accomplish stimulus with with a smaller dollar amount. And the Democrats are, you know, a, a good chunk of what they're asking for is to, to give it f- for state, you know, pensions and things like that, that, um, you know, aren't necessarily COVID related. Mm. Uh, they're just using this as a, you know, piling on to, to, um, to get some free money. So, uh, but, but again, the, you know, if you, if you start locking things down, even with a stimulus, it's not going to do anything, you know, it's not going to do anything positive. Uh, a lockdown is just going to irritate people. They're going to, you know, they're going to spend less. Businesses are going to close. Uh, you're already seeing, you know, record bankruptcies, and those are going to just increase the longer the lockdowns occur. Joe Biden is meeting with big corporates next week to discuss recovery. What do you think this can do, or is it all about optics? Yeah, I, I think it. I, I think he's trying to show he's he's in charge. That he's the. The president-elect. Uh, technically, he's not because the uh, the results haven't even been certified. Um, and uh, yeah, and I I don't know really that he's going to have any real deep economic discussions because uh, there's there's too much uncertainty right now. And um, you know, I, I can't blame him for doing it, but uh, I, I don't think there's going to be any dramatic outcome from those discussions. Interesting days ahead, though, with uh, Trump in court very shortly uh, with the evidence that they say they have. He's called in a, uh, a couple of big guns to uh, push this through. Um, your feelings, though, on, for example, if he actually proceeds and gets past a few hurdles in court, will there be much of um, unrest on the streets? Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, I you know, I, I'm predicting about a, only about a 20 percent chance he'll be able to overturn, you know, where the results are, are sitting right now. Um, I, I am confident they're going to uncover and they have uncovered a, a fair amount, a tremendous amount, actually, probably of improprieties on uh, on voting. But, um, you know, the you know, the end result is probably not going to change change the outcome. Uh, the irritating part for me is that the mainstream media and, um, you know, a lot of the Democrats are, you know, they're, they're holding a firm line that every vote that was cast was a good vote. And there's absolutely zero improprieties. And, you know, there's, you know, people in prison right now from prior mm. elections that have uh, cheated. There's a whole history in a lot of these cities and states. Um, so I think when the dust settles, you're going to see a whole lot of, um, of shenanigans uh, related to this election. Now, if somebody wants to find out more about how to do great business, how will they do that, Blake? Uh, our, our website is www.hcbt.com uh, or just Google Blake Christian CPA and uh, you'll get my information. Australia's most senior military official said there is credible evidence that some Australian military personnel allegedly killed 39 prisoners, farmers or other civilians in Afghanistan. More from Brian Wood. 
Australia's most senior military official said on Thursday that there is evidence that the nation's military personnel allegedly killed 39 unarmed civilians in Afghanistan and that 19 current and former soldiers will be referred for potential criminal prosecution. Australia has had troops in Afghanistan since 2002 as part of the U.S.-led coalition fighting the Taliban militia. In 2016, Australia launched an inquiry into the conduct of its special forces in Afghanistan between 2005 and 2016 amid allegations by local media focusing on its unlawful killings. General Angus John Campbell revealed the findings of the long-awaited inquiry from the Inspector General. The report notes that distorted culture was embraced and amplified by some experienced, charismatic and influential non-commissioned officers and their protégés, who sought to fuse military excellence with ego, elitism and entitlement. Prime Minister Scott Morrison had earlier warned that the report would include difficult and hard news for Australians. The report included allegations of a practice called blooding, where junior soldiers were ordered by senior commanders to shoot a prisoner to achieve their first kill. After, those allegedly responsible would stage the scene with foreign weapons or equipment to make the person shot appear as an enemy killed in action. None of the alleged unlawful killings were described as being in the heat of battle. None were alleged to have occurred in circumstances in which the intent of the perpetrator was unclear, confused or mistaken. And every person spoken to by the inquiry thoroughly understood the law of armed conflict and the rules of engagement under which they operated. Campbell apologised to Afghanistan and said those suspected of the killings will be referred to a soon-to-be-appointed special investigator and that local prosecution would negate charges at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. The Australian report recommended Canberra should compensate victims' families even without a successful prosecution. Well, it's that time that I I look forward to with knees knocking from Las Vegas, yes. the city that has plenty of sleep these days. Uh, Las yes, Vegas presents much. Kirk Clyde. Kirk, welcome. It's great to be here. You know, we've got this brand new, huge, the Genting Group, big Asian group. They have that huge casino in mm -hmm. Malaysia. They've got Resorts World, which is getting set allegedly to open up next year. 6,000 employees are being interviewed and hired for that resort. Fantastic. 3,000 hotel rooms. Uh, the question is, how are we going to get 6,000 guests to fill up the hotel room? You know, Vegas is trying to come back. But we can't come back without the visitors. And as long as we're all wearing masks and COVID is here, it's a, it's just not the same. I was talking to a couple of casino dealers today that I used to used to play with. They used to take my money. And they say, right, it's just not the same. We're just kind of hanging on in a waiting period until we can uh, return to normal. But the mm. fact is we've got to get the new administration in. And uh, this is going to be 60 of the toughest days I think really in American history, because when you look at World War II, during the four years of World War II, there were 291,000 Americans killed during the incredible war that it was. We are now over 250,000 with a disease that most people 
fact, the vast majority of people a year ago had no concept of. So we've got these two months with Trump still clinging with his fingernails to power. And Biden, I mean, he's just got to step up and say, get out of the way, mm. man. Get out of the way. Look, Come on. Look, there's two things. First of all, in, in answer mm-hmm. to uh, in answer to the uh, hotel uh, scenario, not enough. I mean, obviously, it's in Nevada. In Nevada, there are two heads uh, because one can vote in one state, another can vote in another no, state. So that no, probably addresses. No, no. Look, you know what we have to do? What we have to do, yeah. Kirk? We have to talk about other things other than politics so let's put our mind to it and um you mean you mean i've got to take off my mask it's crazy is that you are you wearing a mask so much there mike in queensland that i'm actually starting to get calluses behind my ears from wearing a mask i mean well, they're what big a bizar- ears. yeah i guess but what a bizarre place to have calluses so mm. there we are all right look uh talk let's... about something other than politics uh, we can talk about gaming no no just, we can just, talk... just just think about it i mean anything gaming. About, what about um i have a great book here and a great uh, book? i'll check i'll see what's yeah going i could i could read the book right. and pass the time right. okay mm. and it's just um yeah it's it's not oh. working it's not working is it we're going to talk oh, about politics. Oh, chris krebs Chris Krebs, I'm reading a tweet from him. He was the uh, agency director of cybersecurity for the Department of Homeland Security. He came out with a report. Did you hear about this? And, and he said this was the safest election in American history. Yes. So he did his job and Trump fired him. Yeah. He, and, and, I, and, and again, it would be I always say this. It would be very cynical of me to say that. Um, Smartmatic and Dominion had anything to do with that. I mean, he he was no, not. I mean, I mean it's just um, no. We weren't going to talk politics. Let's it. go. We weren't going to talk politics. Oh, we have no hope. No hope to talk anything else. All of these claims like my book? are just BS. Do you like my book? They're just your book. <laughs> really, this is one of the most pathetic humans I think ever to live. And you know, I'm really in some ways grateful for Donald because it just goes to show everybody when Donald was first elected. You know, he hates it when you call him Donald. He just that doesn't Donald. like that at all. That Donald. No, that Donald. So when he was first elected, everybody said, oh, we've got the guardrails in place. Of course, first of all, it was we have mature adults there to keep the, uh, Donald on track. And, of course, he got rid of all of those from his uh, chief of staff, his defense secretary to his secretary of state. He got rid of all of those. So what we've seen here, Mike, is we have seen in reality – the guardrails that we thought could protect our nation, really not there. So we have to be grateful. We've got Rudy Giuliani with his makeup or whatever running down his face during some press conference today where they're still yelling non-existent fraud. So because if we actually had a competent authoritarian and there's some out there waiting in the wings, Mm. we could be in bad, bad shape because I think it would be fairly easy for them to push the limits and really change the whole dynamic of our society. I was reading a tweet from Dan Rather, who, of course, was a, a newsman. With, he goes back, he cut his teeth, as he came to national prominence with the Kennedy assassination in 1963. So he's still around, still active, still tweeting. And he says, can you imagine if it had actually been a close election? We're going to see now Joe Biden pick up, it looks like, 80 million votes. Now, of course, Trump, Picking up 72 million, it's scary 
for America, but still looking at maybe a seven, eight million vote margin. And uh, Trump's still claiming that he won by a lot. Mm. But it's really scary and concerning, especially so many white people. White people, what is the matter with you? Now you say, well, you're, you're a I'm white sorry, guy, I Kirk. am. I'm a white, I'm a white am, honky. But I, am, but I am a gay white man, which mm. puts me in a little different category. You're a bloke. It's like you're a bloke. The, Just the, a bloke. The fear in the white community is simply amazing. And what we're seeing now is we're seeing, oh, my gosh, the Republicans, especially Donald Trump, he's flying in Michigan legislators to meet you. It might be meeting actually before you you see this. It hasn't met yet as we're uh, as we're videoing this uh, exciting presentation. But he's trying to formulate with them some way to steal the electoral votes in Michigan, claiming, oh, irregularities in Detroit. The irregularities, as far as the Republicans are concerned, is, oh, my gosh, there are black people in Detroit. Detroit Mm. is a city about 80 percent black. And they're looking for any reason they can to disenfranchise those people in Detroit. And just seconds ago, before we uh, came to tape this, uh, it's reported that the recount, the hand recount of five million ballots in Georgia is now complete. And there were some irregularities. Whenever you have an election with 150 million plus people taking part, there are going to be minor irregularities. And there were in Georgia, Trump, actually, a few rural counties didn't report properly. So he picked up a few votes, but nothing to impact the fact that Georgia has now flipped and is Mm. in Joe Biden's column. And what we're seeing is more people die each day because Trump while he can sit there and tweet like a madman, invite Michigan state representatives to the White House, he can't lift a finger to stop COVID. Mm. And on his presidential brief, his daily schedule since the election, 12 of the past 16 days, there have been no events listed. Nothing. Nothing. And then Vice President Pence today was asked by reporters, does he support what the president is doing to continue this farce? And of course, that coward, that meek, coward piece of human filth just had nothing to say. Oh, his hopes of being president have been vanished because the fact is he just isn't authoritarian enough for the bulk of the Republican Party. And it's time, I saw an interesting tweet today, time for the Democrats to grow a pair. Mm. Democrats always kumbaya. It's start for them to start fighting back. And let me tell you, we in Nevada, Mike, we are battle-born. We were a state that was created because of the money we had during the Civil War, because we had the silver. So if you can mess with us, and you don't know who who you're messing with. And just to show you about states and population just to give you a little tidbit of american trivia while we've got somebody doing something must be some ticked off republican that thinks trump won nevada driving down the street but when nevada became a state i believe there were only about seven thousand people in our fair state a few more now but still a smallish state all things concerned now the talk from the democrats were basically russians helped uh, and it was a very uh, help to the Donald. Well, I can prove, I can actually prove it's the other way around. Joseph Stalin, you've heard of him? Yeah. This, 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 actually, this actually helps the voting system in the US when it comes to the Democrats. Joseph Stalin said some version of, it's not the people who vote that count, 
It's the people who count the votes. And look, it really, I mean, they did well. They enlisted Stalin to help the the election go its way. And my book, my book from Donald, the Donald. Yeah. It it says all that to beware of Russians under beds. No, that's wrong. That's a wrong book. All he's done the same thing, whether it's casinos that collapsed, his airline, his meat company, his university, everything else has been a failure. He tries to delay, to delay. Oh, look over there. Oh, look over there. He tries to litigate. He tries to drown people in court costs and litigation. But let's look at the standings. So far, he's filed roughly 30, 31 lawsuits Mm. so far. And he's one win for a couple of thousand votes, I think, in Pennsylvania, something minor as far as votes that were received after Election Day. And there were very few of those. He had those put off to the side. But every other court case that he's filed so far tossed out of here. What it's about the pathetic uh, situation? Just fill us in on uh, Nevada. Fifteen thousand votes were by people outside <laughs> the state and voted elsewhere, too. I, I no, presume, I think, I think is that a special, no, no, is, that a, is, that, is that a special, a special dispensation to no, those no. with two heads? That is absolutely, you know, there are people that are not in the state that would vote in Nevada. And you got to look at the source to Epoch Times. I mean, that is just a right wing fringe rag. And so what you have is we have a large military concentration here in Nevada We have a lot of people that are in the military that still consider Nevada their home. So if you're in the military, even if you live wherever, if you live in North Florida, say you're at Tyndall Air Force Base Mm. in North Florida, you would still vote in Nevada. So to claim that they're voting in Nevada when they should be voting in another state, so many of these things are specious. You can find a couple of instances here and there where there are some irregularities. But what's fascinating is the Trump camp, for instance, we mentioned Georgia in the recount there. They're claiming that dead people were voting in Georgia. Oh, my gosh. All they had to do, a couple of the news stations there, interesting, one Channel 11 there, they call themselves 11 Alive. Well, WXIA, they went out and they found some of those voters they were alive. They weren't oh dead. That's just terrible. That's, uh, they, 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 were, they said they pretended to be dead. And that's even worse. Yeah. yeah. So there are going to be a few cases mm. that come up. But what's fascinating is what we have found is voter corruption and voter fraud. We have seen uh, some on the Trump side. I know there was one case in Pennsylvania where a person was arrested where he tried to get a ballot for his dead mother to vote for Trump. So yeah, but she she liked be, she liked the Donald. He was just, he was just it's just I, just some love. I don't get love. it. I don't love. get it. I think love. you know it's it's you had a situation where people are comparing Trump to Jim Jones, mm. and it's hard to believe Jim Jones. That was what forty years ago, forty one years ago. I think nineteen seventy nine. We just had the anniversary of that. But Jim Jones initially. When he started out in the San Francisco Bay Area, tried to help people and then just clearly big time once he got down to South America, tremendously lost his way with that tragedy. It's one of those things that's always kind of stuck with me because it was just such a bizarre event. But in the beginning, he did try to do things that were good. And then, of course, it led to catastrophe in the end. Trump at no point in his life has ever tried to do anything good. And how anybody who's in the military 
can support Donald Trump is beyond me. Nobody, even in the Trump lineage, has had any military service. And of course, that's one of the main reasons the Trumps Mm. ended up here in the United States was because of dereliction of duty by his ancestors in Germany. I guess we have an instance with Donald where the apple certainly doesn't fall far from the tree. It's amazing to me, too. And I think of this that I try to learn from it and deal with it. And I think to myself, how is it possible? And I almost want to get some personal therapy on this. How is it possible to hate someone that I've never met? I did see the Donald one time. I was covering his beauty pageant, the Miss USA pageant in 1970, 1996 not quite that far back, 1996, and saw him slinking around there. But as far as anything more than that, I've had no personal contact with the Donald. But the man truly makes my skin crawl. And if we can just survive the next 60 days, hopefully, hopefully, Joe Biden, you know, and when Obama was president, you remember, you remember Obama. Yes. You remember Obama. Yes. Probably, yes. Well, when Obama was president. According to many, though, they say he was probably the worst president in history. Oh, my gosh. Obama, he, I wish he had a little more pumped up because they used to but say a great Obama. Orator, a great orator no, would be the best no I've drama, ever seen. No drama Obama. You know, so I think he, I'd like to see him speak up a little bit here. he's still pulling the strings, Kirk. So he's, yeah, doing, no. he's doing a great job with Hillary there in the background. No, no. Camilla, a few more dollars for the Camilla, Clinton she's, Foundation. She's I mean, she's, that's what they need. She'll do fine. It's, I've never seen such a, an ability of so many people to believe what is a, just a lie. Because, but you've got to remember how just messed up we are here mm. in the United States. It's a bit sad, isn't it? it it's terrible. The mm. country is on a precipice. Mm. And a competent, like I say, a competent authoritarian. And we'd be looking at the Third Reich redo here in the U.S. I certainly am not uh, diminishing my stockpile of emergency survival supplies. And spray. For the, uh, and spray. Next 60 days. And That's spray. right. Bug spray. You have to watch a lot of the shows. How, how, is, how is your illusions? I mean, how's your aim, by the way, with that spray? 30 feet, don't it's, come any it, closer, it, otherwise I'll kill it, all the bugs. That's right. We, you know, what we're talking about here is I decided not to go the armament route that so many have. Spray. And we have gone flying bug spray yes. in case of, because I don't want to kill anyone. You know, I, I like to think that you I You do. Uh, you like you a, want to spray Donald. Well, I like to think I bark like a Doberman, but bite like a Chihuahua. I'm a really nice guy. And by the way, we have to, because last yes. night we, we got the days mixed up. But uh, last night you were cooking. Yes. What were we having last night? We, we need to know Kirk, Kirk's spaghetti. cooking lesson. Spaghetti. Having spaghetti. We're going to do fried chicken soon. You know, I'm somebody that used to eat more than 50 percent. I'd say two thirds of my food from casino buffets, but of course they're gone, gone, bye bye, bye bye. So now cooking, it's a whole new concept. My dishwasher is worn out. Mm. It's like, what? Not another dish. It's I thought you had paper water. plates. No, no. We, we, we have some coop and some class. And I'm looking forward to the next 60 days if we could live through it. Not only America, but where you are, no matter where you are in the world will be a better place we get donald out of the big house yeah. out of the white house maybe and into the big house i'm, I'm cool with that kirk Clyde, uh kirk Clyde from the uh used to be the center of activity for those with a lot yeah. of money uh from yeah. las vegas thank you very much it's my pleasure as always and that's it for asia pacific today friday november 20 2020 have a great weekend i'm mike ryan